You are listening to Club Elevate on Area 3000 Radio. I pay respects to traditional owners of the land that this is being broadcasted on in Nam. I pay respects to the Wurundjeri people, elders past, present and emerging. Welcome back to the latest episode of Club Elevate. I am your host, Ricky Nord. What a great app we had last week with House Mum. Remember, you can always go and check out previous episodes on SoundCloud. They're collated in a playlist on my profile, also accessible on Area 3000 on their page. I just got back from Pitch, and I'm sure you've seen the spam, but wowee, what a festival. The music was on point, the crowd was electric, and it was great to see so many smiling faces and good vibes on the dance floor. A few highlights for me were Ellie Acula's hard-hitting set on the Sunday night. Oh my goodness, it was at the RA stage. Followed directly behind her was Matrix Man, which is a huge highlight for me. He blended multiple genres flawlessly, including some UK rap, which I absolutely love. The track ID got posted in songs heard at pitch, and it's sick. That was awesome. Uh, Another rather strange highlight for me was somehow sharing a soft serve ice cream with my good friend Bella Claxton during Maceo Plex's closing set at main stage. Still confused at how it got there and how it came about, but it did happen. It was a real ice cream. Ask Bella if you see her. Uh, I've still got questions, but we have a huge show. Can't even talk. We haven't got a huge show in store today. Plenty of energy as per usual and lots of tracks sent through to me again. So thank you to you all. Keep getting in touch. I love it. Love to chat to you all. Let's get right into the track of the month. It is, would love a drum roll. Mm, I'm not that good at editing. Uh, is it lame? I don't know. But the track is DJ Heartstrings, Sao Paulo Fever. I know I've pronounced that incorrectly because there's a Portuguese way to say it, but it is what it is. You get what I mean. This gorgeous vibey track explores the sounds of the streets of Brazil, specifically Sao Paulo, Sao Paulo. It has this cool as little ongoing bongo drum combined with this really pumping groovy kick alongside some really sexy Portuguese vocals into my favorite part of it which is this pumping ravey trance lead period which just goes so hard alongside the vocals and there's no way that you can sit still. I've been to the carnival in Brazil and it the track just really reminds me of how fun that was packing out the streets of rio dancing to music and partying the track is from their eternal euphoria ep go and check it out it is awesome congrats to dj heartstring they are truly on my bucket list to see would love to see them grace the ra stage at pitch shout out to you monty mcgore wink wink let's get on to our guest I had a chat to our guest uh, before Pitch, so you'll notice that uh, a lot of our chat is in, in anticipation for Pitch. I hope you enjoy it. It was sick. It was great to get down to the nuts and bolts of our guest. I won't spoil it, but let's go. This week's guest is an artist emerging out of NAM who presents listeners with an uplifting and heavy hitting audio experience. 
His sounds of driving techno, hard-hitting rave stabs combined with ghetto and sentimental vocals gives his music high energy and raw power, which is showcased far and wide across Nam's music scene. He is the co-owner of Cicada Nightclub located in Nam, which has been thriving heavily with local talent in the recent months. He's fast becoming a staple on lineups around Nam and it is becoming harder and harder for promoters to leave him out. And why would they? He has played alongside X Club, Suki and Swim and is present on some huge upcoming lineups. He released a six track EP six months ago called Raw, which has been incredibly successful, including his feelsy techno anthem, Missing You. He has been the most requested guest to be on Club Elevate, and the time has finally come. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome Lucas Belikovsky, AKA Lucas Boston, to the latest episode of Club Elevate. Thank you very much for having me. So excited. Um, yeah, big ups. <laughs> Always went out of breath there. I forgot to take a breath in that last part. Yeah, was, um, how are you anyway? Not bad at all, mate. Really excited. Um, yeah, that was a big paragraph you had going on there. <laughs> you're easy to write about put it that way there's a lot going on and you're saying you've been um having a few big weekends how was the weekend in bendigo yeah the weekend it, it was it was a shame that i missed you actually but um we had some good fun um me my manager david and ben and a few of his mates all drove up to bendigo after old char um it was just so different being there. I've never really been into the country, been to a club in the country, just walking around there. It's just such a culture shock. I was saying to the boys there, like, it, it's just so different to hear them actually vibing to our music and everything. It's like, wow, like, really had an impact with all our music and it's starting to grow out into the country. It's just so cool, you know, playing there, playing some filthy, hard-hitting techno. <laughs> having them all jump around like what is this like oh yeah <laughs> this is definitely uh, yeah it was good in there up there up there at the deck yeah. yeah so for those those of you that don't know lucas and i were both uh featured on a lineup um out at the deck in in bendigo over the weekend alongside a couple of uh local nam names bella claxton and bonesy max memory big shout out to them uh they accompanied me in the car on the way up which was a bit of fun but um yeah unfortunately i had to drive back and sadly missed you so that was a bit annoying but um so the gig obviously went well then it was it was pumping um did you see how many people were downstairs were yeah. they, was that still pumping when you were there 100 i was walking around the venue oh. i was like oh jeez I, I don't really think bendigo would be that busy but then thinking about it, they must just love smashing it on a Saturday night. Honestly, I was just doing laps of the <laughs> it venue. It was so busy. Yeah. It was so busy. Um, yeah, Especially the, in that like, courtyard too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I went outside, we were leaving and um, the line was like huge. And I was just like, holy yeah. shit. And like, yeah, I think we left at like one o'clock and made the, made the trip back. But um, anyway, that was, it was a bit of fun. And yeah, you're right. I, I'd never um, been in a club in, in Bendigo before. Um, so it's good to good to venture rurally um, and escape the big smoke for a little bit. Um, exactly. But let's uh, let's talk more about you. Like every episode, I like to take the listeners back to what inspired Lucas Boston to get into dance music. And so, what was the catalyst and the desire that ended up shaping who you are today? Was it an event or as an artist? Um, we actually had DJ Bell say that it was a specific song that inspired her. What's uh, what's yours? Jeez, to be honest. It was probably my mum 
Um, my always used to have those dead mouse CDs, um, presets, um, who else? The head candy CDs in a car. Back when I was probably like, yeah, what, seven years old, six years old. So she always used to be playing those in the car. She used to get um, mixes from 161 to like some of the residents there. Just used to hand out CDs, whatever. So she had a few CDs. Wow. So even when I was seven years old, I was always bumping it. Um, but one of my like biggest inspirations at that age was probably Dead Mouse. Um, just, yeah. just classic. Everyone loves Dead Mouse, but just some of his tracks like yeah. Raise Your Weapon, um, oh, Strive, yeah, Strive, Strive, <laughs> just rip. Yeah. And still big influences in my life today. Like mm. I always mm. go back to and listen to his stuff. Um, is he still producing? Has he released anything lately? I, I haven't really um, seen yeah, it. Yeah, to be honest, I wouldn't really listen to much of his new stuff, but just the old classics I always go back to. Yeah. But um, after that, I sort of picked up DJing when I was probably 11 years old. I had no clue what I was doing. Wow. Yeah, maybe around 11, yeah, 10 or 11. Get the DDJ SR, I think it was. Started practicing. <laughs> Um, didn't go. That's yeah, sick. Didn't go too far until I was about sixteen when I started doing some parties and whatnot. But then ever since then, it's been going pretty good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow, that is super young. Um, it's literally been like bred into you by your mum. Props to your mum. Props to Mrs. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Big ups, mum. <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. I'm like, oh yeah, last name. Yeah. Um, so where uh, did you get Boston from, by the way? I like it. Um. Boston was just an old dog name. Like we had a dog called Boston, so um, they just set up an email for me, and they were just like, "Oh, Lucas Boston." And ever since then, just been nice. my Instagram username, and <laughs> yeah, it's just grown. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's it's sick. A, it's always like the biggest thing you're thinking of when you first start dating. Oh, what should I be called? What should <laughs> I call myself? I want to be different. <laughs> I know it's hard. Yeah. I was talking about it with uh, House Mum last episode. And was saying that their name, House Mum, is uh, is one of those names that features on a lineup, and it's already cool. Yeah. Um, whereas I reckon a lot of the time with DJ names, and I've said I said it last that it's not until you start DJing and playing cool music that you make the name cool. Yeah. Lucas Boston again yes, is one of those cool names. I reckon oh. it's straight up cool before you actually hear the, the, the music you play. You could have played anything and I would have thought you were cool straight up. I don't know. I always <laughs> think about that actually because I always wonder, oh, should I change it to something shorter? Because I was listening to the House Mum one too and um, I sort of agree, like short names, just it's just punchy. But punchy, yeah. Lucas Boston's pretty short. Yeah. I don't know, it's like Lucas Boston. Four syllables. Yeah, Take, yeah. <laughs> Take it. Take <laughs> it. Anyway, so started way back when, when you were like seven, um, and I guess, how old are you now? 19. 19. Yeah. So lots has happened in that time. Your sound's obviously changed and it's always kind of changing and it's got to where you are today. And you released Raw, your EP, six months ago. How did all that come about? Yeah, I think I, I wanted to focus on an EP. Um, I just, I never really tried too hard on keeping one main theme throughout the EP, but I just like mm. to experiment with it a bit. Um, then that came about, it was just like, a, it was basically two weeks. I just had so many ideas, just chucked it all into one project. 
and I was pretty happy with it at the time. But um, as I've grown, I've seen some flaws within the project, mm. as everyone does, I guess, as they grow. I sort of yeah, look back and I'm like, ah, oh, geez, what was I doing there? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, every song's different in it. That's what I like about it. Um, yeah. Which I reckon it's cool when when an artist creates an EP, especially a big six tracker that's yeah. got you know. Or every song's different. I really love the uh, the Dizzy Rascal track. Um, yeah. I really, I love, I like, I love UK rap, and yeah. especially combined with like techno or dance music or like uh, breakbeat or something. They just like flow so nicely, especially Dizzy Rascal. Yeah. Um, guy, of yeah yeah definitely <laughs> and i also really love um what's it called miami vice in the countash is that yeah in a, in a in a countage yeah countage <laughs> yeah what does that mean i've always wondered because because uh, oh. um what's his name has a song um called that um the guy who wears the hat i've got a mental blank um oh. Uh, he's like he played it like Beyond the Valley. Oh my God, Kolsch. <laughs> Kolsch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. What's yeah? I know the song you're talking about. That. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, I just had a yeah. massive mental break. I could see him. He, he played that Circle set on top of the um on the Eiffel Tower. And that, like, yeah. I was just visualizing that. And I'm like, what the fuck's that guy's name? Yeah, that's actually a really good um, question. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you know? So, how, 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 so what's the song, how does the song name inspiration come about? Yeah, well, just listening to the track, you know, I always used to play GTA Vice City when I was a young kid, you know, I'm sure everyone did. Um, <laughs> one of the best GTAs, by the way, but anyway, just, yeah. just playing the track and just those sort of plucks and that real, like, sort of, like, ambient, just felt like it was a sun setting, sort of, like, listening, yeah. just feels like there's a sun setting or something. Just that old, I don't know, it sounds sort of retro, whatever. So I thought, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was watching some like old Miami documentary back when I was making that track. Um, and then I was just like, oh, it's just such a perfect name, like the Lamborghini Quintage. That's a car, by the way, yeah. The Quintage. Oh. Yeah. So if you ever played the game, I'm pretty sure it's in the game. So, yeah, 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 no, it is, it is. I remember a kid from my primary school used to have it at his, um, as his, like, computer background, yeah. the Lamborghini Quintage. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So, that is something I haven't thought of in ages, and I couldn't even pronounce it right. Yeah. There you go, I've learned something new today as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, That's sick. Yeah. Epic track name. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, so I know you... I obviously released that six months ago. Yeah. Um, have you got any other productions coming out or scheduled for release? I do. I got, um, well, I think it's coming out next week, after pitch, the week after pitch. So Next should, week? Yeah, wow. so that, what's that? That'll probably be around the 20th or something. I think on the Friday it's coming out. Um, so it's a four-track EP um, featuring a few heavy-hitting songs. Um, Sick. Yeah, all real good for the club. So a lot of ravey stabs in one track, um, a lot of breaks, bass lines, just heavy bass lines. Um, Sweet. So really excited. Even like some trancey sort of ups and everything in um, nice, another track. Nice. So really excited to get that one out. It's been it's been a long burn that project. Um, it's been, oh, really? Yeah, it's just been ready for probably yeah three to four months now. It's been trying to get oh, it all wow. mastered, trying to work out how I'm going to release it. Um, mm. Initially, I wanted to... How are you going to release it? Yeah, so initially I wanted to, to send it out to a few labels, such as The Lobster, um, Hate, and all those sort of big dogs. But then, just the backlog and all those 
sort of labels, it would have taken another eight months. So I just yeah. thought to myself, there's no point, might as well just do an independent release. So got all the yeah. artwork back today and Oh wow. Yeah, it's happy with it. Good. Yeah, real happy. Real happy. Yeah, Feel like it suits us all. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, do you have a name for the EP? I do. It's called um it's called Sensation. Um, Sensation. Yeah. Nice. One of the tracks is called Sensation. That's probably the biggest track on it. Yeah. So I'll run nice. with that. Well, stay tuned for that. I'm super keen to hear that and play a few of those tracks out in the club. Of course. Very keen. I'll Very send keen your for way. some club tools. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very keen. Um, so speaking of the club, yes. let's talk Cicada Nightclub. I'm glad I actually pronounced that properly. Got it this time. As we spoke, as we spoke about with Cybernet, I was like, is this Cicada or Cicada? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, how did all that come about? Like, you're 19 years old, you're part owner in a club, like, what's the go there? Yeah, so that came about, jeez, it's a long story, I don't know, I might get sued for this or something, but me and my brother <laughs> used to, um, we had our first event in 20, I think end of 2018 maybe, and I was underage back then, so I was mm. doing a club event, organising one when I was underage, that went pretty good, whatever, but um, our style really like changed from then um so it was a bit more what sort of music was it back then it was, it was pretty housey it's um housey tech house sort of things but then yeah that whole year after i just just completely changed me so then um we rebranded a bit sort of got rid of that old um venture that we had and then um cicada came about the name actually because there's an internet puzzle called cicada i think it's 3301 it's like a big internet puzzle, whatever. So if you have a look at some documentary, it's really, like really interesting thing. Um, okay. And I was just at school one day, I was like, what should I call it? What should I call it? Initially, it was supposed to be called Cicada 3000 because the postcode of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah Melbourne. Yeah, Victoria 3000. Um, but then I was like, nah, ditch the 3000, we'll just call it Cicada. Um, yeah, and then after that, at our first event, the old Naganica venue, um, went really well. With the old Gans in the city? Yeah, the old dingy Gans. <laughs> yeah, RIP. Yeah, RIP. Well, they've got a good upgrade now, so it's not, yeah, it's yeah, not too yeah. bad. Um, yeah. Good result. First one went really That's good, sick. then keep doing them after, ever since, really. So, hey, do you just, do you have a, is it a regular event or is it just sporadic? Yeah, it's sort of like every month and a half. Um, okay. That's what we've got asked to do, like a weekly. But me and Mason just want to keep it, like, just the best it can possibly be, and just have us spend more it's a time, good call. yeah, more time, and just not let it die out. Um, doing a weekly, um, especially with booking artists too, getting some some bigger artists, it really helps. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. Hype. Yeah, for sure. And I think yeah, that's it. Building hype. Um, I think it's very easy, especially when people have a successful event initially it's really easy to kind of want to do it uh, more frequently and and make it a thing whereas uh, i think having it a bit you know more spaced out like a month and a half is like great because you can really build the hype around it and take time to really 
curate a, a really good um, roster and and create and get you know really quality artists and, and spend some time you know branching out as well and and doing your research and, and really tapping into into new artists and and therefore you'll bring you know different crowds along with it so that's sick i'll um i'm very keen to get to the next one actually with um i think it's storm you bella cybernet uh, I can't remember who else was on, but uh, it's a pretty stacked lineup. Yeah, um, pretty big names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but main question on my lips: What's it like running the event? Like, is it is it stressful? Like, talk me through. Yeah, that. it's always a bit stressful on the night. Um, bit always get nervous before the events. Um, always stressing what the what the turnout's going to be. Um, but just mainly sorting small things like trying to get my friends in. Sorting out drink cards with everyone. Everyone, everyone becomes a fiend for drinks as soon as they as they get there. So then they're always coming up to me. Oh, can I have some drink cards? Um, yeah, it's not too bad though. Always have a lot of fun though. As soon as I get up the decks, I just yeah. completely just goes out my mind, just focused on playing. Um, but yeah, it's always good fun. I love doing it. So does my brother Mason. It's a big shout out to him. He's definitely shout yeah, out to Mason. Is is he? Me and him work very hard on it, and we're happy how far we've come. Yeah, 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 for sure. I really like the artwork for yeah. it too. It's cool. um, yeah, Annabelle Wider, shout out to you too. <laughs> nice. They get a little plug in there for a really cool designer. Yeah, sick. Well, with designers, uh, there's plenty. I, I find when I was trying to get the uh, graphics for Club Elevate, shout out to Liam, who does the graphics. LNY Graphics uh, does a great job, but. When I was trying to initially get um, a graphic designer, I was just like firing out messages and like, they must be so busy or I'm not cool enough because I just wasn't copying any replies. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's uh, that's sick. Good on you, good on you guys. So when's yeah. the next event, sorry? Next event is week after pitch. So it's on the Friday. So I think that's when my EP wow. will release on the same night. Um, wow, that's a big night. You got a big yeah. fortnight coming up, mate. I know. <laughs> let's see. It. Let's see how it turns out by next Friday. If I make it to the club or not. I'll ask you the same. <laughs> I'll ask you the same question about how pumped you are for it. Yeah, um, probably, probably just a very, very quiet reply. Just, yeah. <laughs> yes. One word answers. Yeah. Um, all right. So with the time that you've had at cicada what's been the best set of an artist that you've had there what, what's a memorable one it's a hard question it's a hard question good question good question yeah well i always like stuff watching stammer stammer's he's just he gets on he's got so much energy i like seeing <laughs> him he? play yeah especially yeah i remember he played it um after me one night and then he comes up to me, he's like, bro, fuck, you're playing so hard already. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Like, <laughs> I've got to do what you got to do, whatever. So then he just spins it out and then starts playing, um, what was it, Prodigy, um, Breathe, I think it was. And it's just that, that guitar at the start. And then it's just a deep rumble throughout the whole club. I was like, fuck, this kid's going to rip it. <laughs> so that was a very memorable experience for me. Also, um, we had Suki last um, last time at our event, and he's been a big inspiration for me in the past few weeks. Um, yeah, for I'm sure. sure. I'm sure anyone that's been going to these raves around Melbourne have heard his songs, 
um, Purple Haze. Purple Haze. Yeah, Purple. <laughs> I reckon I've played it every set since it's come out. A hundred percent. Oh, I can't yes. get over that. Every time I hop in the car, just that song comes straight on. Yeah. I spoke to a few <laughs> people about it too, and they're just the same thing. It's just something about it. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely got all of, all of Melbourne, you know, loving it. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. It's one of those tracks that sounds sick sped up. It yes. also sounds sick slowed down. Yeah. And not that not that I tend to play it slower, but like I had to the other day when I was playing and I was like, fuck, this song is just so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it mixes awesome. nicely in and out. Yeah, it's it's shout out to Suki as well. Some shout plenty of shout outs getting around this app, which is we'd love to see. Oh love. Um, yeah, for sure. So, this is being recorded a few days out from Pitch. Yep. Who are you most excited to see at Pitch? Good question. Really good question. Um, just want to support the boys on Friday nights at Stummer and Sam Alfred. I'll go watch them. Um, I saw DJ Ali and Omrana on to closing Friday night. Always love watching those boys. They've been a big inspiration oh. for me to just every Saturday night watching them in a park just go oh absolutely belting it <laughs> I know under the west gate just yeah. like oh, especially so that good. one in Fairfield was crazy I swear there was like 3,000 people I'm so pissed I missed that yeah it's still it's still hurting me yeah do you know they've played at Bergheim yeah I saw that on Ali's profile <laughs> I'm not surprised Such a, so good for your resume yeah <laughs> yeah Oh, hopefully we get there one day. Yeah, it'd be nice. Really nice. Sorry, go on. Your favorite, uh, who are you most looking forward to? Give um, me one from the Saturday or the Sunday. I haven't really looked at the Saturday one. Um, I heard um, Maceo Plax is playing. Um, mm. I think he's on the Sunday. Sunday? Yeah, they push them all back to Sunday. They have all the big artists in. Oh, yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you because I haven't looked at the Saturday lineup. X Club, really excited for X yeah. Club. Yeah, love those boys. Um, it's gonna be hard to leave. Most of the acts I want to see are on the RA stage. It's gonna be hard to leave that stage. Yeah. I find that I always go into festivals. I'm like, I got this plan. Like, I fully went to Officeworks before, printed out the lineup <laughs> in like a really small laminated um, sheet of paper, and I've like yeah. attached it to this thing that goes on my bum bag. And every time I go into a festival, I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna go here, stay at um, Tornado Wallace for half an hour, then I'm gonna go go across to this, and then it just completely goes out the window every time. And you're like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, I can't be fucked on it, yeah, this is too good. Yeah, funny you said that actually because yesterday I saw the Friday one and there's only a few of us boys going up on Friday and I screenshotted it, went on Snapchat and just edited edit it with the little set, with the colour, the drawing, things you can do and I just circle all the boys I want to see and I'm like, this, this is who we're going to see, I don't care what you guys are saying, you're coming with me and we're going to watch those people. Nice, good call, <laughs> stamping some authority. Exactly. Respect, respect. Thank you. Uh, so, keeping in mind that this is going to be released on a Friday afternoon, this is preemptively recorded. So, because we've both got busy schedules coming up, as we've spoken about, you're going to record a mix for us. I know it's early and it's going to be a little bit away till it's released. What's uh, what's going to be in it? Um, I always like to start off with a bit of prog. Um, I've been loving Frog now, especially like a lot of Melbourne talent. Um, yeah, so probably start off with a bit of Prog, moving into a bit more like 
Berlin Techno, um, play some originals, some unreleased stuff, and then Sick. maybe move into a bit of breaks and then finish it off with, always like finishing off with a bit of trance or jungle. Lovely. Yeah. Looking so forward to that. Our mixes are always jam-packed. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, swapping genres throughout the mix. Although it's landed me in a bit of hot water of late throughout a couple yeah. of my club elevates. My mixing's been shit. <laughs> yeah, I heard you complaining in that last mix. Which song um, was it? With Cybernet or something. Maybe it was uh, House Mum. Yeah. <laughs> too many excuses. I know, oh too many excuses. And that was the thing. In the, in the actual, um, when I was complaining about it, I just like was self-reflected i was like shut up mate just <laughs> fucking get it right so that hard just beat match and get and sort it out the problem is nah i'm not even gonna go nah, into it. Hey, there's a quantize <laughs> nah that, that's happened to yeah. me before quantize oh, it happened, can kill it happened you to me um i played at the top the other day and i got on first five tracks i was like what the fuck have i forgot how to mix yeah and dj bell was there actually and i like i like was like looking at her like with my arms up in the air being like what's going on and then like she was like she was like getting around me obviously didn't really know what i was getting at and then yeah. i looked down and realized that the person before me playing didn't have quantize on i was like how do you even mix yeah i know anyway anyway get a chat in record box and whenever you plug it into a cdj or just come up with your, your preferences just chuck it straight in and fix it all up for you Oh, true. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah, just load all your preferences onto the CDJs. So for any listeners, if you have the same problem as Ricky, you can't get the quantize on, just do that simple trick. It'll fix it all up for you. <laughs> we'll chat off air about that because yeah. I need to teach you a few things. This is what happened when you start DJing at the age of three or whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> you got CDJs, you got a DJJ in your hand at what, 11 years old? No wonder you know your way around record box. <laughs> yeah. Lucas Boston, thank you so much for coming on Club Elevate. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. All the best for your EP release. We're going to be staying tuned for that, and I'm sure we'll hear plenty of those tracks on this show. And I'll hopefully see you at Pitch. Sounds like a plan. Very keen. Um, Pleasure being on the show. I'm a big listener, so very, very keen. (laughs) Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. That was Lucas Boston, for those of you that may have missed that and just joined us, 19 years of age, from Nam. His new EP just came out last Friday. It's called Sensation. Go and check it out. It is a four-tracker, some sick club tools in there. Plenty of heat coming from it. Great to catch up with him. And I sadly didn't see him at pitch. Heartbreaking stuff. But that's life. You're going to hear a mix of myself now, and I do apologize. I know many of you sent me tracks, and they normally feature throughout the mix that I play, but this one is an all-vinyl mix. Yes, it's from me, and yes, you're probably thinking this dickhead can't even mix CDJs based on his last couple of episodes, but I had a crack at the vinyls. It's a bit scratchy, but... There's some cool tracks in there. I got a lot of them from Profile Music uh, in, uh, it's on Greville Street in South Yarra. So go and check it out. That's actually Paran, fuck. And I majored in geography at uni, goodness me. Uh, Yeah, go and visit Steve in there. He knows his shit. Uh, 